good morning, everybody, or afternoon, evening, whatever it may be. Today, for me, is March 15th, 2020, and I live in Utah in the United States, and I'm sure that you have heard of the coronavirus. It has spread all over the world and is wreaking havoc. Not so much in what is happening, but in how the media and people are perceiving it. And I'm going to give you some some statistics, not to scare you or or cause you to go into, you know, off the deep end, (laughs) but to give you a little bit of perspective as to what is happening and what is going on in I, I just pulled up this fact, and you know, I I think you know that for a long time I was a driver's ed teacher, and we have a banner across the roads here in Utah, just in the Salt Lake area. So every time you drive by it, they have a, a campaign called Zero Fatalities, the only number that is acceptable, which I absolutely agree with. And then sometimes they'll show how many people have died on Utah roads in, you know, the last few months or the last year or whatever. It's March 15th. And when I drove past that the other day, it said that over 35 people, I think it was 37 people had already died just in Utah on the highways. Then, you know, the media isn't freaking out. The media doesn't say, you can't, you can't drive your car anymore. Because 30 people have died, 30, you know, 30 to 40 people have died. It just, if, if we didn't have that campaign, if we didn't have zero fatalities campaign, you wouldn't even notice it happening unless it affected your family. I absolutely agree with that zero fatalities campaign because one life is too much. Zero really is the only number we can live with. In anything. The problem is, is that if it doesn't touch our family, we don't view it. We don't look at it. We don't pay attention to it. The influenza, the common flu that happens. So I looked up some statistics on Google and it said that the CDC, Center of Disease Control, predicts that at least 12,000 Americans will die from the flu in any given year. As many as 61,000 people died in the 2017-2018 flu season, and 45 million were infected. That statistic was put out by U.S. News & World reports on February 7th of this year. And when you look at the statistics from the coronavirus, they are much much smaller. And so the reason I'm giving you some of these statistics is to try to help and bring the perspective of this is not as horrendous as people are putting out. You know, you don't need to go to the store and buy all the water and buy all the toilet paper. Why toilet paper? I'm not sure. You know, don't, don't freak out. When you're freaking out, you're in your limbic brain. We've talked about the limbic brain many times. And when you, 
when you get scared, when you're in your limbic brain, when you're, you're dealing with fear, the limbic brain is our freeze, fight, or flight system. It's the parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system control center. And I'm in fight or flight. I'm in freak out when I'm in my limbic brain. And when my limbic brain is turned on, my thinking brain, my cortex, my neocortex shuts down, specifically my frontal and my prefrontal cortex, which is where all cause and effect and reasoning comes from. When my limbic brain is online, my thinking brain is offline. Or maybe a better way to put it is when I'm scared, I can't think. I'm only reacting. And so you have so many people right now who are reacting instead of thinking. And so I want you to take a moment, say a prayer. President Trump has declared today National Prayer Day. I think every day should be National Prayer Day. But specifically today, take a moment and say a prayer. Reconnect to your higher power. Reconnect to the beauty that is all around you. Reconnect to your family that is sitting right next to you. Reconnect to who you are. Reconnect to the grace and love that is surrounding you right now. Shift your focus from the fear to love. Focus on being blessed and grateful and that you have a friend in me, in others, there's people all around you that are blessing you. Let's shift the focus from fear to gratitude. Today, while you're saying your prayers, speak about gratitude. And remember that life is precious. Life is short. And it could end at any moment. So drink deeply of the well of life. Don't let another day go by without asking for forgiveness or giving forgiveness and connecting to those around you. I remember as a young kid being scared to death of getting in a fight with my brother or, or, you know, someone in my family that I loved and then them leaving. I was scared to death of that. And I remember one time in particular, my brother was about 16 or 17 because he had his motorcycle at that time. It was a road toad that he had gotten for Christmas. And I remember it was summer and, um, we were in the house. We had a, a fight about something. I don't even remember what it was. And he stormed out of the house and went out to get on his motorcycle. And I followed him out of the house. And I remember grabbing a hold of the handlebars and saying, you can't leave. You're not thinking. You can't leave. What if something were to happen to you? And this is the last memory I have of us. You can't leave. And I remember not allowing him to leave until he calmed down and we were able to talk and patch it up. And so from a very, very young age, I've always had that fear of getting in a fight or having an altercation and then something happening. Now, luckily, I've grown up some and I realized that death is not the end. When my mother passed away a few years ago, I've had experiences since then 
that have allowed me to know that it is not the end. I still communicate mm-hmm. with my brother. I'm, I mean, I'm sorry, my mother. <laughs> my brother has not passed away. He is still still with me. And so, but but my mother has passed. And I still communicate with her. And you may be thinking, yeah, Jeannie, you're a weirdo. Because a few years ago, I would have said the same thing. Jeannie, you're a weirdo. But there has been some incidences that it's absolutely, I know it's her. And I've talked to other people and I've done research and they have similar experiences. I remember when she passed, my daughter was in intensive care fighting for her life. And I was leaving the house to go visit my daughter in the hospital because she was fighting for her life. And my mother had just surrendered hers and transitioned. And there was a powerful, powerful feeling that she had joined me. My mother had joined me in the car while going to see Aaron. And I looked over and I couldn't see her, but I could feel her. And I talked to her. And I just felt love and gratitude. And, and there have been many other experiences since that. And I have learned to trust what I feel with my heart Instead of always relying on my eyes, the eyes can absolutely be deceived. And so you may be going, Jeannie, where, where are we going with this? That's, that's a good question. <laughs> the purpose of today is that if you've lost someone to whatever problem, whether it's a crash on the freeway or a road or drug addiction or the coronavirus or the flu or pneumonia, We have many diseases still. What I want you to get from today's talk, from today's lesson, is be prepared as you absolutely can. We have food storage. We have um, uh, a pantry. We have food storage. We have, you know, um, paper product storage. We have storage, and it is constantly replaced and renewed. Some people have a barrel of grain sitting in their basement. That doesn't do any good. Make sure you're storing things that you can use in a crisis. Have a generator. Start it up, you know, once in a while. Make sure that it still works. Be prepared. Not only physically, but mentally and emotionally. I know that you, if you listened to my podcast last time, um, you heard me talk about essential oils. We use essential oils for the emotional support that they give us. Right now on my desk, I have canega oil, I have lavender, and I have white grapefruit. White grapefruit is great for a pick-me-up, for focus, for energizing me. Canega oil helps calm and, and soothe, but the main reason I use canega oil is because I love the smell of it, first of all. Incredible, incredible smell. But then second of all, it helps boost my belief in myself. It's specifically for um, self-esteem and belief. And so I absolutely love, maybe you can hear me smelling it, <laughs> absolutely love the smell and what it does for me emotionally. Then I also have lavender. Lavender helps calm and soothe. Um, if I start getting a tension headache, I put it right across my temples and my forehead. But the smell of it is specifically designed to hit the limbic brain and calm it down, soothe it, relax it, bring it down so I can think. 
when you are scared, when you're in scarcity, when you're in fear, when you're in reaction mode, you're not thinking properly and you tend to make dumb decisions, decisions that you wish you hadn't made. I was talking with my husband. He's he's uh, hauling a load to Wisconsin right now. So he's had the privilege of stopping in different stores along the way. And um, right here in our area, we have a Smith's. They were out of water. That was it. We also have a Walmart. We went into that. It looked like it had been ransacked. And so, you know, and as he's traveled, you know, some of the stores he's gone into, he went into a Walmart in uh, Wyoming and said, there's, there's plenty of meat, there's water, there's toilet paper. You know, it was, it was the shelves were stocked. And so people are reacting differently depending on where they're at. Now I know that thoughts are things. And so I am sending out the thought of calm. I'm sending out the thought of preparedness. I'm sending out the thought of, Hey, it's going to be okay. Connect with God, connect with your family, connect with your loved ones, connect with the beauty in the world. I think Anne Frank said it best when she was talking about looking out her little tiny window from her attic and the tree that she could see budding in the spring and how beautiful it was. And she talks about all the beauty around her while she's surviving the Holocaust from a little tiny room in which, if I remember correctly, nine people were living. And they were dependent 100% on the goodness of someone else bringing them food and taking care of them. But yet she's still looking at the beauty and the blessings all around her. We can absolutely do that. And so take a moment today and say thank you. Maybe make some brownies and take them to your friends. We, My daughter made some uh, brownies yesterday with lavender oil in them. We're going to be taking them to friends and neighbors today. Lavender helps calm and soothe, and it tastes really good with brownies. I didn't know that. Um, she did an experiment yesterday. Now, we've absolutely made peppermint brownies. We made wild orange brownies, but we had never tried lavender. And so today we're going to take that and deliver it to some of our friends because they will get the benefits of the lavender oil. Um, my son calls it, Mom, you're a ninja mentor. <laughs> <laughs> and so they will get the benefits of that calming and soothing just because the lavender's in the brownies. It's ninja mentoring. Do some ninja mentoring today. Play some calming and soothing music in your house. Diffuse some lavender or serenity or console. Peace. I love peace as well. Those are the names of the oils that I'm talking about from doTERRA. If you don't have any of that, let me know. I can help you get some. Or, you know, contact somebody in your neighborhood. Or go to doTERRA.com and purchase some. If you don't want to go through me, that's fine. Get these oils in your house. They make a difference. And then be prepared. Be ready for whatever natural disaster or biological disaster or, um, you know, medical disaster is coming. You can't prepare for everything but you can have a basic sense of preparedness. Because we're prepared, I sleep better at night. But the reason that I sleep the most soundly is because I'm connected to God. Every day I spend time in my Bible. I pray many times throughout the day, whether it's, hey, Lord, I need patience here, 
Or, wow, Lord, thank you for that beautiful scene that I just saw. Or thank you for letting me connect. I pray many times throughout the day because I need it. I seek God continually because I need him in my life. And I pray continually throughout the day for forgiveness because when I transgress, the Lord cannot be in my heart. But the beauty of Jesus Christ is that he died for my sins. And so I can ask for forgiveness and I can ask God to come back and join me once again. But if I have fear or I have anger or I have hate or I have jealousy, whatever in my heart, that separates me from God. And so by asking for forgiveness, then I can ask God to come back. But I cannot ask God to come back into my heart when it is sinful, which is human nature. But by saying a prayer first and saying, Lord, please forgive me, then God can see me through Jesus Christ. And because of the cross, I can be flawless through Jesus Christ, my Lord. So take a moment and say a prayer. Lord, help me. Many times my prayer is, Lord, help me help my stupid self. I made a mistake again. Please forgive me. And so by doing that, it allows me to reconnect to my Heavenly Father. It allows me to reconnect to my higher power through grace and mercy and forgiveness. And then I'm able to think more clearly because I'm not coming from a space of fear. I'm coming from a place of gratitude and blessing, which means my brain, my neocortex, my prefrontal cortex is online and processing properly. I don't need to fight or flight or run away. I'm here in the safety of my own home. I have doTERRA on guard to keep me safe from from bacteria. I wash my hands. I have hand sanitizer. I have soap. And so I take precautions and I calm my limbic brain so I can think. I invite you to do the same. I also invite you to reach out to me. Jeannie Cisco Meth. I'm the only Jeannie Cisco Meth that I've ever found. And so J-E-A-N-I-E C-I-S-C-O-M-E-T-H. You can find me on social media. I have a website. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to this. And I have many other recordings that you can tap into as well. And I want to thank those of you that that tune in every time I post a new new recording. Thank you so much for that. Um, We get about 100, anywhere from 50 to 100 downloads a week. And this has been listened to in over 75 countries. I haven't looked at the stats recently. Um, That's where it was about six months ago. Um, We were right at 20,000 downloads. And so I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for trusting me and, and taking action. Thank you, those of you that have sent me emails. Thank you, those of you that have sent me texts and messages letting me know how this is impacting you. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for calming and quieting your nerves and listening to my still small voice, to God's voice, 
to the voice of people in your neighborhood. And thank you, President Trump, for declaring today National Prayer Day so that we can be invited to reconnect to our higher power. Let me know how I can be of service. Have an absolutely fabulous day. And bye for now.